0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Authentic Beauty. My name is Danielle, and today we're going to be talking about being okay with the delay. Being okay with the delay. I get the uh, privilege of serving at my church, and we get to raise up um, some leaders. And they're, you know, it's like an entry level leader type of thing. It's not like a a big, you know, leadership responsibility. But you know, it's definitely um, something that people can do to um, kind of grow and be developed in one way or another. So I'm on a team where we kind of help to cultivate and develop these leaders and really help them to you know learn what they need to learn and do what they need to do so that they can become more effective in their roles and so as a result we had a lot of people who aren't ready for the the program that we produce and so we have systems and processes in place where we can develop them a little bit further so that they can be ready to, um, have a leadership position, the low, the, you know, the entry level leadership position within the church and, you know, and which is, you know, which is what we do. And so, um, yeah, so we get a lot of people who aren't exactly ready and people have started to view, um the ministry that i'm a part of as a stepping stone to get to our pastors or to get to different places that they want to get to and so we're coming across all these ambitious people and um one person on the team that i um I'm pretty close to she's learning how to walk in her prophetic gifting and so as a result she's starting to see through people a lot more clearly and she revealed to me the other day she's like okay i feel like i i'm just coming across so many people who are ambitious, self-seeking, manipulative and she's like i really feel like i'm starting to become really judgmental like i'm afraid um to sometimes speak on what i see because I'm not sure if I'm just thinking that or if this is really something that um, I just need to work on, like, you know, and so she's, you know, working on hearing from God and all these things. So it's really um fun to watch her go through this because she's, you know, starting to pinpoint something and, you know, using her gift of discernment because it's starting to grow in her. And really starting to see if somebody is right for the position for which they're applying to be a part of. And so since we're coming across so many people back to back to back to back to back, and she's like, "Mm, yeah, I see this in this person. I see that in that other person. She's starting to question it a little bit. And I said, no, like, you need to tap into that because we need to have that. Because if we because most of the time her and I agree on what we think we see and I'm like we need to like tap into it and yes we do we should you know continue to develop it and like read books about it and you know pray into it and press into it because I believe that you know God's trying to develop this gift and it's something that we definitely need for where he's taking us and for this ministry that we're a part of because if we put the wrong people in place um you know different people within the church may be hurt or they might get um they won't get the proper care that they need as sheep and so we yeah so we come across a lot of people these days who are just you know super ambitious and they just want to uh, be leaders of something and so there was one particular girl that we met with and talked to and she's very she's a babe she's very much new to um, not only our church but just the faith in general and you know she just needs some discipleship before she can begin to kind of disciple and teach others and so you know we had mentioned that, like, okay, yeah, we just like to see you just get more involved in church and serve, and you know we gave her um some advice on you know just getting more in her word and, you know, studying and journaling more, getting a closer relationship with God and, you know, just really focusing on that at this point in time and that we'll, you know, we'll check in with her, see how she's doing with her uh, devotional time. And, you know, what is God saying to you in this moment? What do you believe he wants you to do? You know, just different things just so that we can continue to like make sure that she's on her path and she's doing her thing and, Everything, you know, will be good. And, you know, we've done the same thing with other people and we've watched them grow. And over time, you know, we allow them to get into different positions and ministries within church. So we shared that with her, what what we believe the next steps for her should look like. And she was offended. She did not heed any of the advice we gave her. But instead she began to manifest, you know, it wasn't like to our face, of course, but other people have shared, you know, other leaders in the church have shared with us that, you know, that so-and-so is upset because she's saying that God has called her to be a leader or, and you guys are not letting her do that. And, you know, just be mindful of that and watch out for that and whatever else, and so I can't, I thought about, started thinking about this because I mentioned to her in person when she was beginning to explain all of the big lofty dreams that she believes God has spoken to her. And I'm like, you know what? That's great. That is. And, you know, God does show us the vision. He does. He does tell us what he plans to do with us. And, you know, and it kind of keeps us motivated to keep going sometimes, like knowing that God spoke to us and he said that I could be this and I could be that. And, you know, all of these other things. And I said, but oftentimes God shows you things that are down the line. And see, that's something that you will begin to learn as you walk with God. I mean, I, that part I'm just thinking of now, but like, that's something that you learn from walking with God. So you can tell somebody's infancy or their immaturity and uh, of the, of their relationship with God by how the, how quickly they move. You know, if they say everything that comes to mind, they haven't matured yet. If they hear something from God but they think that that means okay, you're telling me that I'm going to be a preacher. Where's the microphone? That shows immaturity because you're not willing to go through the process and the pruning and all of the development that it takes, I never, 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 never look at anybody and say, I could do that. I wish I could be her. Give me the microphone. Give me this. Give me that. Let me try it. Never. Because I understand with every great person, with every great call, with every great gift, there is a pruning process. There is... Gory that goes along with the glory of it. There are things that happen behind the scene. There was a whole development process that that person had to get to, had to go through to get to where they are now. And frankly, if you could go through some of the development processes that some of these great men and women of God have gone through, it would kill you. Flatline right now, it would kill you. And I know for me personally, I only want to go through what I got to go through to get to where I'm supposed to go to, because I know that I am equipped for everything, for every process, for every developmental trial and tribulation that I got to go through to make me who God has already called me and equipped for me to be. He didn't call me to be that person. Therefore, I can't handle that storm. I can't handle that pruning because I wasn't built for that. And so you should never look at somebody and want and covet what they have because you don't have the grace for that. You only got the grace for what God has called you to do. And so I I mentioned to her, I said, God often shows us stuff that are down the line. And there's a whole process that goes with it. So if what God shows you is never, especially when it's like a dream like that, it's never right now. Especially if this is your first time hearing it. Never. So I'm like, so you have to understand that there is timing. And so if we're saying not yet, that doesn't mean no. It means that we still got to work on some things and we're willing to work on it with you so that we can get to where we need to get to. But she was offended and she believes that she needs to be doing this thing and she needs to be a leader in the church and that she needs to uh be mentoring people and i'm like girl <laughs> you you just came into the faith this year you you can't already you know Mentor and coach people like you yourself need some discipling. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, we all do. You know, I I want to be mentored all the days of my life because I want somebody to check me. I want somebody to hold me accountable. And that's that thing. People don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to be told what to do. They don't want to be told, no. That rebellious spirit started to come out of her. And I can't help you with that. I can't. I can only rebuke it. Once you begin to spend some time with God and he's going to convict you, then, you know, we can talk about it. And that's the thing. It's like you have to trust also the leaders that God has placed over you. So if you are in a house, especially if you know God called you to that house. There are leaders in place. You have to submit to authority. You have to submit to leadership. No matter how, where you believe that they rank, no matter how much, you know, the age. Age really don't matter in church. It's all about rank. (laughs) Age don't mean anything. Not in in the kingdom. If your Sunday school teacher... (laughs) is 12 years old you need to submit to that person if your pastor is 20 years old you need to submit it don't matter if you're 35 it don't matter if you change his diapers or not you better honor that man of God that woman of God And that's the thing, you're not going to get to where you want to get to if you can't submit to it, if you can't heed it, if you can't take a convicting word. Like, if you can't take that small baby, no. And it wasn't even a no, it was a not yet. Oh, I'm like, you got a long way to go. You got a long way to go because God's plan and process for your life is not going to look nothing like you thought it should look like. Mm Mm-mm. You're not going to be able to handle much of anything. And God's not going to trust you with his sheep, with his people, if you you can't submit to authority and leadership. And so we have that going on at the moment. And so I just, you know, I pray for her because, you know... The witchcraft of manipulation is real. That rebellious spirit, honestly, is Jezebel's spirit, which we see so often in church, unfortunately. But it's like, it ain't going to be over here. We got our little, we are protected over here. The Holy Spirit guards our ministry. It's just, it's just so crazy how... I I just find it crazy. Like, I just don't understand how people just... It's so difficult for some to really submit to leadership and submit to authority and to hear no. So, So, you don't get what you want, that's it. Like, you gonna run amok? Like, I just... I can't get with it. And so, my charge to you today is to just submit to leadership... Be okay with the delay. If God is ever giving you a not yet, be okay with it because it really is for your protection. It's for your protection and for the people assigned to you and the people around you. It's protection. God will not give you more than you can bear. And we always speak to that to mean... Everything that I got on my plate to do right now, God's God's not going to give me more than I can bear. So if I'm going to school and I'm going to work and I got this and I got dance and I got rehearsal and I got this and I got that, God's not going to put more on me than I can bear. That means I can handle everything that God's got on me. But at the same time, it's like if you can't bear it, if you can't bear being a mother right now, you ain't going to be one. God is not Going to put that on you, and that is to say, God's not gonna put that on you. You could for sure put that on yourself. You can go out here, have sex with anybody, and get pregnant. God might have grace and not let you get pregnant, but that's your will, that's a part of you. What you decided to do, you decided to go out here and have sex unprotected. Therefore, one of the consequences of that can be pregnancy and so if you're submitted to God and you're in his will he's not gonna put more on you than you can bear and so if you can't handle the pressures and the weights of what you're asking for God in his goodness and his grace and his mercy is not gonna give it to you and that's the thing about perspective that we really need to have and really tap into and hold on to is that God is team you. He is on your side. Really, we're on his side, but he, he's he got your back. He's doing everything for your good. All things are working for my good. All things, all things work for the good of them who love him and who are according to his purpose. We got to understand that God loves us. And as long as we're submitted and in his will and we are allowing him to call the shots in our lives, he and his goodness has you single at this moment if you're single. Because... One, he could be working on you. Two, you might not be able to bear the weight of marriage. Everything that we ask for is a weight. If we want more money, there's a weight with more money. If we want a better job, there's a weight with a new job. If we want, you know... a bigger house there's a weight that comes with that and sometimes we can't handle the pressure that comes with each of the things that we're asking God for and God knows that we haven't yet built up the character we haven't built up the strength and built up the organization and the system and the processes to handle those things so therefore in his goodness he cannot give it to you because you wouldn't be able to sustain it. If you have trouble keeping your one-bedroom apartment clean, why do you think that you should get a two-bedroom house or a three-bedroom or a five-bedroom? Why? You're already showing that you can't handle the weight and the pressure of that one-bedroom. Giving you more is not going to make you magically do it. Now, but you would do the same exact thing that you did with your one bedroom that you would do with your five bedroom, therefore, until you get the one bedroom figured out and situated and organized and pretty, I can't give you more. This is just like um the parable of the talents the 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 servants who were faithful over little. He made them ruler over much. And so be faithful with what you have now. Because that shows that you can handle the weight and the pressure of everything that's on you. And when you show that you can faithfully handle the weight and the pressure that is on you, then you can receive more. And then once you show yourself to be faithful with that, you'll get even more. And some may look at the the parable of the talents and say it's not fair that one talent I mean one servant got five the other got four and the other got one well you know you know it, it maybe that's not fair but no he it says that they were given according to what they could handle so they were all starting on the same playing field the one that had five didn't have more of an advantage than the one that had one they all were starting on the same field, but the one that buried his talent didn't do anything with it. He dishonored it. He got his taken away. So don't dishonor what God has given you. Don't dishonor God by going against what he has said and going, trying to do your own thing, your own way, and your own timing. Your plans will fail. They will not succeed because you need God to do everything that he has called you to do. Because it's his purpose and it's his plan. We're here to advance his kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Can we remember? Can we just hold that in our minds and in our hearts that we are not here for us? We were not created for us to just go to work, get a nice house, get a nice car, have a family and die. That's not, no, that's not it. It's so much more than that. It's so much bigger than that. And we need to say tapped into God's will and be okay with his timing. Be okay with the delay. If something comes faster than you expected, if God is pushing you out of your comfort zone now and you're saying that you want more time, go with the flow. Go with God's timing. If you want something, you want God to do something, but he's saying not yet, be okay with the delay. Understand that there's something else that you need, that there's something else that we got to press into, that the timing has to be right. And that's okay, because you shouldn't want it if God doesn't want you to have it at this particular moment. Understand and trust and believe that God has got it figured out. He's on your side, and he's got your back. That's, I think I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) That's all I have for you today. Trust in God's timing, rest in his timing, and be okay with any delays, with any not-yets that may be in your life. And ask God to reveal to you if there's anything that you need to do, that you need to tap into, um, that may be a part of the not-yet. Sometimes it's just not time, and that's okay, too. But just trust and believe God, even if you don't have the answer. Because he knows, and he loves you, and he wants nothing but good for you. I hope that this message has blessed you, and thank you for listening. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.